Welcome back to another episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. This is Chris Peltz. I am your host for this ride today, and we got several things I want to talk about on this particular episode. We want to give a little bit of a, uh, I don't know about a recipe, but some uh, grilling or smoking instructions on a, a pork loin, something we did this uh, not too long ago, a past week or so. Uh, but then I also want to talk about some accessible tools for just around the house. Now, I use them in woodworking and things like that, but I want to talk about some measurement tools, things that uh, I, I think all of us in one time or another would find extremely handy, but there is a blind tax that goes along with it. Uh, man, I tell you, sometimes things that are accessible are expensive, and that's going to be the case with uh, some of the things we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give some recommendations on measurements, measuring tools, um, tape measures, and uh, and and something else that we'll get into. Uh, but uh, yeah, I th I, hopefully you'll find it interesting. You'll find it, uh, you know, something that um, is handy, and uh, you know, just kind of. Consider the things that I say and then why I recommend what I recommend. And, um, uh, you know, unfortunately, like I said, there is a, a huge blind tax with some of these things. It's it's unbelievable, just the, the cost. But, you know, it, that's part of it. That's part of, uh, you know, what what we have to deal with. So uh, so let's we'll get into that in just a second. But very quickly, if you want to send us an email blindgrilling at gmail.com is our email address. You can send us an email and, of course, let us know what you think of the program. If you have any questions, something you want to cook on the grill, little tips and tricks, there's always uh, some of those things, uh, some videos on our YouTube channel, Blind Grilling, uh, that you can go and uh, reference as well. Uh, granted, they're nothing new. That you know, we posted videos uh, a few years back, and uh, they're still there, and I think still relevant for a, a lot of things that we do. Uh, there's a lot of quick tips for kitchen and things of that nature. And so, hopefully, you'll take advantage of that. And uh, again, you know, we love uh, hearing from you. And of course, be sure and share the podcast out to everybody. Uh, that you know all your friends, let them know about it. And, of course, again, we love hearing from you. Blindgrilling at gmail.com. So uh, before we get into the por pork loin cook, I want to talk about some of these measurement tools. These things are just handy around the house. You know, whether you don't have to be out in, you know, a, a shop or garage doing, you know, some big project woodworking and things of that nature. You know, sometimes just measuring a wall, measuring a, a, a picture, seeing how long uh, something is, is just something that we, you know, sometimes want to do every day. And uh, and there's some handy little tools that are out there uh, that, uh, you know, make some uh, accommodations for the blind and visually impaired that I think are extremely handy. And probably one of the first things that came to my mind was a talking tape measure. And I, you know, looked around. There was a few folks who had some uh, videos. Uh, one guy in particular, uh, See It My Way 1, his YouTube channel. Uh, you've got um, 
uh, old Shane Kubot up there in, in uh, the Northeast. He's does a lot of, um, oh, what do you call it? Metal detecting and things like that. He d- puts out a new video every Monday, I believe it is. And uh, just a great YouTube channel. But uh, a few years back, he talked about a tape measure. And that got me thinking, wow, that's cool. They got ta- talking tape measure. I never even thought to Google it or anything. But he he had one on his channel. And uh, so I researched a little bit. And I found a couple of talking tape measures. One, um, and, and here's where it gets kind of crazy, right? A, a talking tape measure is a, you know, uh, the, the one that I just right up front, I do not recommend. It's $119, $120. Now, you can get it at Maxi Age. You can get it at Independent Living uh, Aids. And uh, I think I got it at Independent Living Aids. It was on sale. And so, you know, I saved, you know, 10, 20 bucks, whatever it was. And so I bit the bullet and I got this talking tape measure. Um, it was very plasticky. It, it, it was fine. You know, it, it took a nine volt battery. The buttons were very prominent, very tactile. You could feel them. I found out very quickly, though, they were very easy to push accidentally. You know, if you leaned up against something or brushed against something, it, the buttons would get pushed. Um, you know, but that I could live with that. That's fine. No, no problem. But uh, I got it. I'm working out in the garage and, you know, for two, three days go by, I'm using it every day and I'm, I'm excited. It was working great. And all of a sudden it stopped working and I couldn't figure out why, what happened? Because I, I was not hard on this. I mean, I only had it a couple of days and it stopped working. And so I thought, man, maybe it just drains a battery really quick. And it, it took me, you know, a few hours before I could get into the house and get another battery. And so I, I got another battery. I put, you know, took the old one out. I put the new one in and, and it worked again for about an hour. And it stopped working. I'm like, man, something is wrong with this particular unit. And so I got a hold of Independent Living Aids, and they said, you know, hey, they were very kind, very nice through this process. You know, this this is not a slam against them in any way. I'm a little frustrated with the with it, but it, it I don't think it was their fault. And so they they were very kind. Send it back to us. You know, we'll check it out, and you know, we if if there's an issue, we'll send you a new one. It's like, all right, cool. I appreciate that. So I sent it to them. They, I think they even sent me a little shipping label. Um, that part, I don't exactly remember, but, uh, but anyway, I sent it back to them. And then within a week, um, you know, eight, nine days at the most, I get a package and I got an email saying, Hey, it's, it's been shipped back to you. And so I get it in the mail. I pull it out. I was like, all right. You know, I, I, you know, I, uh, it didn't have a battery in it, so I got a 9-volt battery, put it in, and it was working. I was like, oh, man, cool. All right, so, uh, you know, I must have got a new one. And I used it for about four hours, you know, maybe, well, it was four hours later anyway. It stopped working again. I'm like, well, you've got to be kidding me. What is going on with this thing? And when my wife got home, I was like, hey, listen, there's this paperwork that's in this box, uh, does it say anything? 
And the paperwork in the box said that they looked, they tested it, they put a, a battery in it, and it worked. They didn't have any problem with it, and so they just sent me the the same one back. I'm like, Are you what? What? Oh man, that's crazy. And 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 but I get it. Listen, you know they received it, they put a battery in it, they turned it on, it worked. You know, you pull out the. I, I could do that for a while. The problem is. It, it it wasn't very long after using it that it would just stop. It stopped working. And I don't know. I don't get it. I just don't get it. It was very frustrating. It almost seemed like there was like a wire loose or something, um, you know, that went to the 9-volt battery. Uh, but anyway, I, I was frustrated enough. I was like, that's, you know, that just forget it. Cause then it, it once it stopped that time, I no new batteries, no, me- just, it just would not work. So I get back online and I'm like, I mean, is this my only option? My only choice is like, I just not sure this is the same one that Shane talked about on his YouTube channel. Uh, see it my way one. And so uh, I looked and it wasn't. It was a different one. And so I searched for Tape King. And oh man. I mean, hold on to your seats, folks. Uh, $220 for this Tape King. Sometimes you can get it on sale for about $190, $192, something like that. I mean, it's expensive. I mean, you, you know, $200 for a talking tape measure. But I was getting heavy into woodworking. All right? I'm starting to do a lot of projects, and I, I need a way to measure some things. And so I talked to my wife. I'm just like, I don't know what else to do. Uh, you know, let, let's try it. Let's get it. So I ordered it, and I got it in, and immediately... Right off the bat, it was so different from that first talking tape measure. It, it It's heavy. It feels like it's got substance to it. Uh, it feels like there's more metal around it rather than just plastic. The it's got some it's the buttons are tactile, no doubt about it, but they're not protruding like the other one. They're kind of inset, but you can feel them very distinctly, no problem. And um, and not only is it a tape measure, but it's also a level. Uh, and I'm going to demonstrate this in just a minute. But uh, what's really cool is I you know it, it didn't take a nine volt. I'm not a big fan of nine volt batteries anyway. Uh, but uh, it, it took some regular battery, like either AA or AAA. But uh, I I started using this thing, and a week goes by, two weeks go by. I mean, it's it's awesome. I love it. Well, one day I'm out working, and I've got my sliding miter saw, and I'm working on uh, breaking down some boards, and. I measured something, uh, I measured a board, I set the tape measure on one end of the board, I make my cut, and that end that I set the tape measure fell onto the ground. The tape measure goes onto the ground. Like, oh, no. Uh, you know, I pick it up, and it's fine, and it still works. I was like, oh, man, that's so cool. That's great. It's it's durable. It, it It's working great. And uh, probably another week or two goes by, you know, I'm using this thing all the time. And 
and I, I've dropped it a couple of times. Well, I was out on the driveway again. I think I was working on a uh, planer and I, I knocked it off the table. And this time the little clip that clips the battery lid closed kind of, it, it broke. Um, and, but it was still working. And so I just took a piece of tape, um, like a piece of electrical tape and, and taped the battery door closed and it's still going strong. It's, it's still going great. Right. And, and listen, that was, I mean, you know, that was my fault. I'm the one that's abusing this thing. Right. I mean, it's, it's tough. Um, and there was another time when I dropped it and the, uh, there's a piece of plastic that, uh, that was covering, uh, a digital display, uh, kind of like a little protectant piece and, and it fell off, but it still works. I mean, I am putting this thing through the paces, abusing it, dropping it on concrete, on the driveway, in the garage, uh, hitting it with wood, just knocking it around, and it still works. It's it is it's awesome. I absolutely love this tape measure. I got a piece of tape holding it. You know, the battery door closed. The uh, protective piece with the um, uh, for the digital display. It it's gone, but I don't need it. I you know I'm not looking at anything anyway. I can't see it. Um, so with all that said, I want to let you guys kind of hear a little bit what this sounds like. And so starting up zero inches. Let me pull this out. One foot two and seven eight inches. Alright, so you, so you can get an idea. One foot five and three sixteenth inches. Okay. So zero all right, so that that's the tape. You pull it; it just it it's nice. Now it's but like I said, it's got the level as well. Spirit level. And now this can get annoying. I don't know how loud it's going to be. But let's see here. You know, it's it's kind of hard as you do this. You can get real close. So, uh, measurements, measurements. Without, the case. without the case, you can do a measurement with the case. Volume five. You got the volume. Unit of measure. Unit. Imperial. So I've got it on imperial, but you can do it does metric. Spirit level calibration. So, History of measurement. Battery level is on sixty percent. Sixty percent battery, and and I've man, I've had this a long time now, uh, several months using it quite often and I mean battery's going strong spirit level so then you hold the uh, power button and it powers off I mean this that's it's just cool you know that's just awesome and like I said I have really abused <laughs> this thing I mean it's been it's been crazy and it was still just works man so man I so again another shout out Shane Kubot See it my way one, the blind treasure hunter up there in, in uh, the Northeast, man. He, it, it, I'm so glad that he did that video on that and let me know about this particular tape measure. And so I'm glad to share it with you guys as well. It is expensive. I get it. But for what I've put it through, the abuse that I've 
that you know have put it through, it's still going strong. I I am, uh, you know, I wish I'd never have gotten the first one to begin with and just spent, you know, because I, I listen, I've got three hundred dollars invested in talking tape measures right now. <laughs> one doesn't work at all, and then I got this one going strong, right? And uh, yeah, it, it's a bummer. It costs two hundred dollars. I get it. Um, and if you're real careful with your stuff, I, you know, maybe you can get away with that other. Maybe it'll work with, for you. There won't be any issues with the wiring and, and the plastic and, and all that. But I'm telling you, if you really want one that you know is going to work, I, it, to me, um, I would recommend the Tape King um, with the Spirit Level all day long. Yeah, it's been working. Been working great. Now there's another tool, and and this is not digital. It isn't electronic by any means. It is precision machined, and it is called a click rule measure. And you can Google this click, you know, measure click rule or click rule measure. And there's a couple places that sell them, and it. It is probably one of you know one of the top five tools that I use in the shop all the time. Along, you know, if I'm not grabbing my talking tape measure, I'm grabbing this click rule, and um, and, and I'll I'll demonstrate here in just a second. Here, listen to this if you can hear it. Each little click is a sixteenth of an inch. Okay, so each click is a sixteenth of an inch. So, so what you've got is this. It, it comes in four pieces. You have three twelve-inch rods, so for extending the the click rule itself. So the click rule uh, is just over six inches, but you can it. You know where you know when you get it, you you uh, get kind of comfortable with it. You understand how it works, um, there's a six-inch measuring uh, within this first piece, and it slides within itself, so it'll go out to 12 inches. And so you've got your six inches there um, when it's completely inside of itself, and then you click out, you know, each little click is a sixteenth of an inch, and it's tactile, so um, not only can you feel on the sides as it comes out, each sixteenth of an inch, but on the top there's a raised every half inch. So there, so you can find the half inch, one inch, one and a half, two, all the way out to you know six inches on that, and then um, you know so a total measurement of uh, twelve inches. And there, there's other demonstrations on how to use this and and things on YouTube. Uh, that you guys can check out. But uh, this has been so great because when I'm on the router or when I'm I'm needing to get a very precise measurement, within a sixteenth of an inch, I can do that with this uh, click rule. Um, not only with the first, you know, up to 12 inches, but if I'm measuring something that's more than 12 inches, I uh, just on the end of this first piece, one of those 12-inch rods screws right into it, and so there's 12, you know, and so I can measure out then as this slides out, out up to 24 inches. And then it comes with three of those rods. So you can go up to 48-inch measurement with this thing. 
Um, and again, you can get within a sixteenth of an inch. Again, these <laughs> this isn't you know a, a technologically advanced type system. You know, you're not you don't have speech, you don't have a bunch of buttons or whatever. It does have a little locking screw, so when you get your measurement, you can lock it down um, and and know it's it's precise and, and it'll stay where it's at. Uh, but this is exp- this isn't cheap either. Um, you know, I mean, you're looking at a hundred dollars for this, maybe just over, uh, depending on where you go. 110, I think, is where I saw the last price between 110, 120 dollars. And so, again, you know, these things can be expensive, but you know, for the blind and visually impaired, I mean, to be able to do things so precise, it, this is great. the The click rule is awesome. Uh, tape king, talking tape measure, and and level. Um, you know, uh, you can dial some things in with that, but then of course, uh, the click rule, um, you know, those are some things that just have made my life easier, even just around the house doing things, um, you know, trying to see if something's going to fit, you know, uh, centering a picture on a wall or something like that, hanging it, making sure it's level, you know, these two things are, have, have just really been invaluable for me. Um, and, and I love them. And so these, these are a couple of things that uh, if you're in the market for measurement tools, uh, those are the things that I would recommend you look into. The Tape King, Talking Tape Measure, and of course the, the Click Rule uh, measurement uh, device. So uh, those are some things that I think are just, just really great for the blind or visually impaired. All right, folks, you got some questions for us. Uh, you want to send us an email? Blindgrilling at gmail.com is our email address. Blindgrilling at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Um, hopefully you'll be kind. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. But uh, but all in all seriousness, let me know, you know, really what you think of the podcast, what you like, what you don't like. Um, we love hearing from everybody. Uh, I'm going to talk about a pork loin right now. Uh, we did a pork loin and understand there's, there's two pieces of meat that, uh, sometimes we get confused. We talk about the loin and then there's the tenderloin. Tenderloin comes from down by, uh, down by the belly. Um, loin is up along the, um, more, more along the spine, right? The back. And they're both very good, you know, very tender pieces of meat, whether you're talking about a pig, whether you're talking about beef, whether you're talking about uh, venison. You know, a lot of times people think backstrap, you know, is the same thing as, as a tenderloin on a, a deer, mule deer or, um, you know, or elk or something. And it's not. It, it's completely different. Uh, sometimes with whitetail, you know, they can be so small that a lot of folks don't realize, you know, just inside the belly there is this this tenderloin that is right there that is so amazing, um, you know, and they're missing out because they think all the back straps got to get the back straps, which are awesome. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, but then there's the tenderloin itself, right? And so, um, but, uh, and it's a little bit smaller on a pig, you know, the tenderloin is going to be a little bit smaller, a loin, um, sometimes they're a loin roast. Other times it's a whole loin, and, you know, they can be up to seven to nine pounds. You know, if they're cut, then they're usually around two to three pounds. 
Um, like a roast would be probably be around that two to three pound mark. Uh, if you get a whole one, you're looking at seven to nine pounds. Um, but they're super easy to cook. And really, you can do the same thing, whether it's a tenderloin or the pork loin. You can cook them the same way, uh, certainly to the same internal temperature of the meat. But um, they're real versatile in what you can do. Uh, you know, if you like boneless pork chops, well, you can take that pork loin and slice it and, you know, and, and, and cook it like you would pork chops, whether you're going to cook them inside and uh, fry them up, make some, you know, biscuit and loin sandwiches or something like that, which are amazing. You could do a, um, a smothered pork chops. You know, it's a dish that my wife makes that we love as well. Uh, but uh, I just smoked the pork loin this past week, and man, it turned out uh, amazing. There's a couple of rubs that um, you know we we split the loin, uh, had a couple of different uh, pieces, so we used two different rubs on it. One was a local rub here uh, at the grilling store where my wife works, Pits and Grills, and uh, he's got this hard knocks rub for pork and chicken, and it's it's awesome. It's it's a really good rub. In fact, there's a local restaurant. Uh, hard knocks barbecue that uses this rub uh, in in house, and so uh, but Nick put this together. It's something he uses in his competitions and and all that. So uh, so it's a really good rub. But then there's one that's uh, it's not local, uh, but uh, you you might search for it, and it's D B D is in dead, B is in bird. <laughs> I'll explain that in a minute. D B one eighty. Uh, is the brand, DB180, and it was the perfect pork. Now, they've got others. They've got some sizzling steak. They've got a sweet. They've got a sweet heat. Uh, they got all kinds of different rubs, but uh, this DB180 perfect pork is uh, what we used to season up this pork loin before we threw it on the smoker. Uh, you know, uh, just just a little bit of history. You can go online. You can look up DB180, and uh, it's pretty cool. This guy was, uh, he's a veteran, and he decided to get involved in uh, barbecue competitions. And he went to his first competition. He had this old drum smoker. And, uh, you know, I mean, you guys can read the whole story, but ultimately is some guys, you know, that super nice in the barbecue world. You know, they're more than happy to help one another. They got a new guy there. They're ready to help. Well, he opens up the lid off of his drum smoker and a bird had flown into the intake uh, stack on the drum smoker. And so he had this dead bird inside of <laughs> inside of his smoker. And so uh, it, hence the name DB180, dead bird is what DB stands for. Um, so uh, he, he just, a great sense of humor, it seems like he took it and ran with it. And so you got the DB-180. Uh, we use the perfect pork. And so, um, you know, with pork loin, all we did is we took some grapeseed oil, we rubbed it down kind of as a binder, and, we, and I seasoned it up really well with the DB-180 perfect pork. Um, I, I fired up the pellet smoker. It was the first time using this Camp Chef uh, vertical pellet smoker. We got it up to 275 and uh, and we put the pork loin in uh, and let it go for about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. Had a probe in the meat and brought the meat to internal temp between 140, 145. And, and it was done. And and that's that that was really all there is to it. Uh, you know, if you're using a grill or a smoker and you can maintain that temperature around 275, 
Um, you know, you can add whatever kind of smoke you want, whether you want hickory, whether you want uh, a maple, you know, um, oak, pecan, whatever you want to use, applewood. And I'll, you know, talk a little more about that uh, in just a second when we talk about how versatile a pork loin can be. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, the pork loins don't take long. And, and they're amazing. The problem most folks run into with pork loin is they overcook it. They dry it out. Um, but, uh, you know, if you bring it up to that, you know, 140, 145 internal temperature and you take it off, um, and, I mean, if you wanted to sear it a little bit, you could. Um, but it, it's amazing. Just slice it and serve, you know, with whatever sides you want to go with it. But that's what we did, and uh, it was great. We feed college kids on Wednesday night before we go to our church for uh, meets for Bible classes, and so we, you know, try to uh, make sure our college kids, you know, have a good meal uh, a couple, you know, once or twice a week, and so we feed them on Wednesday nights for sure. And uh, that was something we served uh, a week ago or so ago. But uh, you know, pork loin is is, like I said, versatile in the fact you can do so many things with it. Think something that we've done is we've sliced it, uh, kind of butterfly it open. So you cut it down the middle, but you don't completely cut it in half. You're basically just creating this trench um, across the top. And what you can then do is stuff it. Stuff it with uh, cream cheese, and seasonings, um, you know, uh, one thing that I know folks do, and we've done, you can stuff it with uh, some sliced apples. Um, and then, you know, with that, I would recommend season it with something like a spicy apple rub or something like that. Use apple wood to smoke it, you know, and just stick with that apple theme. And, uh, man, pork loin is just, it's just amazing. It's great. It's juicy and tender, you know, if you don't overcook it. Just bring that internal temp between 140, 145, and, uh, and, and you're good. Um, you know, you're good to go. I mean, you could slice it and just grill it like pork chops if you wanted to. Like I said, you got other dishes you can do. But if you want to throw the whole thing on the smoker, season it up, and or slice it, um, or rather split it and stuff it, you can do that as well. It's just uh, so many things you can do with a pork loin. It, it's really good food. It feeds a lot of people. Uh, which is nice. And it's probably one of the cheaper cuts. You know, you can get them anywhere right now in, in this day of inflation, anywhere from uh, 2 to $3 a pound. And so, um, you know, it's it's probably a little bit more affordable than a lot of other meats that are out there. So, uh, so anyway, that's what we cooked. That was what was on the grill and uh, leading up to Memorial, or rather Labor Day weekend. And I hope everybody has had a great Labor Day weekend and enjoyed that. Sometimes folks think that's the end of the grilling season, but hey, not for those with a big green egg. I can tell you that. I know a lot of folks, you know, grill around uh, year round, and I know definitely eggheads are doing it. Um, and so, uh, so we'll be talking a lot more about the grilling that we do and have some guests on who've been uh, grilling and things of that nature as well. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, we appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to the blind grilling experience. Send us an email blindgrilling at gmail.com is our email address. We appreciate it. And of course, until next time, remember if you're looking, 
you ain't cooking.